Welcome back, everyone, to Debate the Pantheons. My name is Tristan. James. And today's episode, we will have a special guest. Hi, I'm Connor, um, otherwise known as the Mythology Manifest. Okay, and so today we will be talking about Heracles. Um, what's it? Heracles, Bane of Hera. So before we get into that, I'm going to ask you a few questions, Connor. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, so the first question for you is, how long have you been into mythology? Uh, oh, I, that probably started when I was about five-ish, six. Okay, five, uh, wow. Maybe a little bit older than that. Um, it just depends when I first started like reading about it. because It became a bit of an obsession after I started reading the Percy Jackson books. Mm. Um, and, and then afterwards it just sort of expanded into me doing my own research and it was primarily Greek I was interested in originally mm. and then after that it went into Roman, Celtic, Egyptian, Mesopotamian and like demonology and all the other wow. different types of mythologies. Wow, that's a lot because I'm barely... it. Okay, this this podcast is just James telling me about Greek so far. I'm still learning. I'm I'm learning every time he tells me a story. That's why I don't talk a lot. I just I start it, I interview. I mean not interview, I start it, I start the intro, and then he tells me the story and we talk about it. But um also, let's see. What was the first thing that sparked your interest for mythology? Oh, um Again, like, like it was like the Percy Jackson books. So yeah. It was just the storytelling yeah. aspect of it all, because I've always like sort of been interested in reading and writing, mm-hmm. and just sort of the way that it's changed from all the way back in ancient Greece when everything was spoken to how <laughs> even now we still have all of the myths. Well, a, a lot of the myths um, that have been written down over the years, but when you slowly look back at how they've changed, it's actually really interesting. Mm yeah let's see okay but let's see um maybe i could rephrase that question because you did answer it sort of in the first one um what was something that for instance in the percy jackson book that you read that first sparked everything what was something that you read in that book that was like even if it's like a sentence or the the first chapter like what was it in that book that was like Sort of the characterization of um, beings like Hades and Ares, um, who are seen as like the darker deities and evil, and mm. how a lot of them are very misunderstood when you really get into their myths, and how because of certain connotations with like the underworld now, how people would now view them as villains rather than how they were seen back then as gods doing a job. Hmm. Okay. May I insert a question? Go ahead, yeah. So, I didn't know that you read Percy Jackson. And so, who was your favorite character? Oh, um, well, in, I don't know if you've read the Trial of Apollo books, the later ones. Yes. Um, in that, purely because she's my favorite mythological character of all time anyway, um, it would be Medea when she features. But my favorite reoccurring character would probably have been Annabeth. He's a big fanboy. Very good. <laughs> um, let's see. So, I don't know if that already answered my question, but out of every... This goes for anything. Every pantheon. Every single... Anything. Any mythology. What is your favorite god? Ever. 
Favorite and, god. Yeah. Favorite god. Uh, oh. God um, and goddess, I like Nyx, um, purely because of how mysterious she is. Mm. Um, but technically, you can count Medea as a goddess because both of her parents were immortals, so mm. also Medea. Okay. Ooh, that is true. Nobody ever, like, says it. They always, like, try to say that she's, like, a demigod, but... Yep. That's actually true, yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, alright. Um, next... This should be the last question, unless James has something that he wants to get out. Um, what do you think would be your godly parent? Oh, okay, godly parent. I did. <laughs> I did a lot of quizzes on this when I first started reading the book, um, and I did get a lot of um, Athena. But as I've gotten older and I've found out that going out is a lot of fun, I would probably say Dionysus. <laughs> okay, Dionysus. All right, James. Do you have anything? Uh, no. I am happy. I I, I don't know, but I'm still like harping Percy. Sorry, I just like meeting people. Percy. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh my god, James. Um. All right. Well, those are the questions I have. I don't really. I mean, maybe if I can think of one right off the top of my head. Um. Let's see. Okay, actually, um, this isn't a question personally, but do you know, like, what book, like, started Greek mythology? Like, the very first book on Greek yeah. mythology? Yes, even if it's, oh, like, not even, like, not in English. Something that, like, you, like, the original stories of, ever, well, like, the gods. You've got a lot when it comes to that, um, because you've got all of the different ancient writers. I'm not sure what the very first one would be. I know um, Herodotus is seen as the father of history, mm. um, and there is someone who's known as the father of mythology, and I can't quite remember his name at the moment. But then you've also got like Homer, um, who wrote, well, spoke the Iliad and um, the Achilliad and all of those ones about the Trojan War. Hesiod, that's the one I was thinking of. Hesiod is the father of mythology. He's the one that wrote Theogony, which mm. um, is all about the creation of the world in Greek mythology. Okay, so I gotta go and read that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Those should be all the questions that we have. That was quicker than we thought. Um, <laughs> so, James, how do you want to go about this? Do we want to? So wanna... today we will be talking about Hercules. Um. I'm not going to do, like, how I usually do, like, a story. Well, I might do stories. But I want to, like, make this more of, a, like, a conversation between the three of us. So I'll probably, like, stop mid-story sometimes to, like, ask Connor or Justin, uh, like, questions about... I don't know, just, like, how they feel or something like that. Ask Connor, because I don't know much. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll be learning from Connor. I'll be like, Connor, is he telling the truth? Is he right? <laughs> Could be wrong. But, um... Alright, so... Go ahead, start it. Start the way you want. Oh, yeah. So without further ado, we are going to begin Heracles, the Bane of Hera. So Heracles was the son of Zeus and Alchemy, who was also the granddaughter of Perseus, and Perseus was another son of Zeus. So when you think about it, Zeus slept with his great... Anyway, I don't <laughs> like thinking about that. But yeah, so technically Zeus slept with his great, great granddaughter. <laughs> anyway, so so the way that Zeus 
like tricked Alchemy into sleeping with him. He disguised himself as Alchemy's husband, Amphitryon. And so, yeah, he described himself as Alchemy's husband and they slept together. Alchemy didn't know until like after. So Zeus, knowing that Alchemy was pregnant, he made a decree that the next son, he, the next son born in the Perseus bloodline would become the ruler of Greece. Because like, he was like, okay, well, I want my son to be the ruler. Since I'm the king of Olympus, he might as well be the ruler of Greece. But Hera, his wife, knew that Zeus's child would be born first. So she made another child be born. And this child was a sickly boy named Eurytheus, whom, Cer- whom Hercules had, Heracles, had to serve later in life. Hmm. A uh, fun fact about Heracles, his original name was Alcaeus, but he changed it later in life to Heracles, which means glory of Hera. Was this out of spite? Or who knows? That was an expectation by the goddess. Um, so when he was first born, Hera was so angry that Zeus pretty much had a chat with Alchemy, and apparently it's saying, you need to do something to appease her, otherwise she would then kill him pretty much. And oh. they came up with the name Heracles, which means Hera's glory from Hera and Cles coming from Kleos, which means glory. Mm, wow. I think that would have made her like, you know, oh, okay. Yeah. But she still, t- obviously that did not work. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Hercules was a demigod, so of course he was already like, he was already bound to be strong. What made him stronger was the fact that he drank godly breast milk. <laughs> Athena tricked Hera into feeding Heracles as a baby so that Wait. James? Hello? Actually, Hera probably didn't know that this was Zeus's son. Yeah. Oh, you, you cut yes. out. You, you had a long pause for a second. Oh, okay. Um, Heracles was a demigod. He was already strong, but then he drank godly breast milk. Um, Athena tricked Hera into breastfeeding Hercules as a baby, so he got all the strength and power of a god. Obviously, Hera didn't know that this was Zeus's son. If she did, she probably would have... What the heck? You keep pausing. Listen, had the strength of a god, he became a strong warrior. What? Huh? Okay, so weird. Like, you pause, and then you come back, and it, like, speeds up everything you said. Experiencing technical difficulties. Should I rewind? Mm -hmm. Am I good now? Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, you just have to start talking again, see if it pauses. Technical difficulties, but I will rewind back again. Okay. Athena tricked Hera into feeding Hercules as a baby so that he was imbued with the power and strength of a god. Hera didn't know that this was Zeus's son, because obviously if she knew that, she would have killed him. Mm -hmm. So due to this big power upgrade, Hercules became a stronger... I'm sorry if I keep calling him Hercules. This is... I'm not used to... Oh my god. He helped win many battles. Uh, in the, as he got older, he married Megara, whom most of you guys would probably know from the Disney movie, Meg. But she was a daughter of King Creon of Thebes. Um, Hera, obviously, by this time, knew who Heracles was, as he had already gained a lot of popularity in Greece. And she decided to make his life a living hell. Mm. She cursed Heracles with, ma- with madness, and, and this caused Heracles to kill his wife and their children. Right after he killed them, she gave him back his sanity, and that's really, that is so messed up. Like, she drove him insane enough to kill his wife, but then he has to come back to reality and realize what he did. And I don't know how he, like, I don't know how he didn't go insane after that. Like, that's, it takes a lot of mental fortitude to, like, deal with that. Jesus. Is there any, okay, Connor, in 
in that in that story where um, Hera does that, is there any other little details behind um, that, or did so she? The, he did. Uh, Heracles and Megara also had. Um, I think it was three children who their names are like that. You're not really told them because of so many different aspects of the tale. Um, but before that, um, he also kills his uh, Heracles as a boy kills his music teacher um purely out of anger with a lyre um Ooh. which is a bit like a harp and because of that his um what would he be his stepdad i'm not sure amphitryon um makes him go to the mountains where he has to tend to a lot of cattle um for a long time just before he marries megara hmm. wow Jeez. so was he really like we think does she like did she really curse him with like that? Like, obviously she drove him insane, but like, was she just kind of inflating the anger that like he already had? He did have a lot of anger already. Uh, like even as a baby, Hera sent snakes to try and kill him. And when Alcmene and Amph Amphitryon went into the room to see what had happened, Heracles was holding two dead snakes in his hand. So even oh, as a I baby, like, he, was, yeah. he was a bit of a killing machine. And then um, the way Hera did it in some tales is she made it seem as though his wife and his children were a monster in front of him. And because of that, he then killed them because a seer um, called Tiresias uh, had a prophecy that said that Heracles would kill any monster in his path. So if he thought that there was a monster there, oh, he no. would immediately go for his wife and children thinking that they were a monster Jeez. okay so did they make him how did they make him think that his wife and kids were monsters uh, that's hera's like godly magic so, oh, that was, oh. Um, she just clouded his mind basically and made him think he was oh, seeing certain things then did drive him a little bit insane is there any sort went, of like little like snippet of where they show or like talk about how he reacted to his doing uh, well that's sort of within the rest of like the tale because when you did something wrong in ancient Greece, you had to be purified. And the only way you could do that was by going to see an, an oracle and doing whatever they commanded you to do. Oh, dang. Okay, so it's, it's like their sort of prison system is just... Um, sort of, it was more sort of like a reformation system. So you could be forgiven by the gods if you did what oh. they commanded. Oh, huh. okay. So it was more of like community service yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> all right you can continue james hey so yeah kind of piggybacking off of what connor said and what Tristan said about community service shortly after heracles killed his wife and their children um he was forced to go he went to an oracle and the oracle told him that he would have to go serve king eurethius and whom you guys might remember as the child that hera made to be born first so that he would become king of greece so Heracles was forced to go work from, for him, and Eurythius really did not like Hercules, like, at all. Um, obviously, because he was popular, also, Eurythius was kind of weak, like, he wasn't a strong guy. He was, oh. like, a, he was a bully, so, like, he was just, he was in power, so he could do anything he wanted, but, like, if he, him and Hercules got into a physical fight, Hercules would wash the floor with him. <laughs> so, so, so Heracles was forced to serve Eurythius, and so he was forced to do ten labors. And many of you guys obviously know about the labors of Hercules. It's really popular. 
So the first labor was to slay the Nemean, the Nemean lion with who had indestructible skin. Now, Hercules tried everything. He tried his sword. He tried his arrows. Nothing was working. It was just shattering the minute it touched the um, lion's skin. So Hercules, Hercules was like, hmm, so if anything can't really hit like the outside of it, what if I can prevent like something from not going inside of it? And what he meant by that was oxygen. So Hercules uses his bare hands and strangles the lion to death. So prohibiting it from breathing. So, I mean, if you can't breathe, you're, yeah. you're gone. Were. So, the, so he skins the lion and he makes the lion's skin a cloak. So pretty much he had an indestructible like Wait, lion's cloak. So he skinned an indestructible skin? Yeah. He basically ripped it apart like from his jaw. When it, the lion was dead, he pulled it apart. Oh my god, the details that Connor has. Him. Oh my god. And like separated <laughs> the skin to wear the hide as a coat. Oh my god, James. I like how you tell the story. It's like you tell what he did, but then Connor's like, oh, yeah, he ripped it apart from the jaw. <laughs> And then he used it. <laughs> oh my god. That's I love the details about that. Oh, that's great. Okay, James. <laughs> the second labor was to slay the nine-headed hydra of Lerna. And to do so for a hydra, um, when you cut off its head, two more grew in its place. So as he kept trying to chop off the heads, it kept growing in place. Like two more would keep growing until it had like more and more heads. So Hercules had to like come up with an idea. And so Hercules had a nephew with him, and this will be important like later. So him and his nephew came up with the idea that like, oh, what if we burn like the neck before the head grows back so there's nothing for it to grow? So they mm-hmm. cut off a head and then they would burn it so that nothing could grow back. But the thing about this hide this specific hydra, it had one immortal head and they didn't know which one it was. So if they cut off the immortal head, the rest of it the hydra would die. So they had to keep going, keep going until only one head remained, and they were like, okay, so that's obviously the immortal one. So they cut off the head and they bury it so that like it can't grow back. So it separates the body from the head. Mm-hmm. And so Hercules dips his arrows into the like the poison of the Hydra mm-hmm. so that he has poison poison arrows. Mm-hmm. And those will also be important later. Like that poison was deadly to a human. Like one shot you're dead. Oh wow. So yeah. So but when Hercules goes back to Eurytheus and like, okay, so I killed the Hydra, what's the next one? Eurytheus is like, wait, did you have help? And he's like yeah, he's like, okay, it doesn't count. He's like, you have to do another one. Oh he's my like, oh, God. what? So it went from 10 labors to 11. The third, la- the third labor was to capture the elusive hind of Arcadia. And so this hind was really, really, really fast. And it, he, it was also a sacred animal of Artemis, the goddess of the hunt. And so Hercules was like, okay, obviously I can't like kill this hind because if I do that, I'm going to get like cursed by Artemis. And so he's like, okay, I'll just like injure it a little bit so I can carry it back to Eurytheus. And so he shoots an arrow between like its legs that like like prohibits it from running. And then he throws it around his shoulders and he starts going back. But then he's stopped by Artemis, who's like, why do you have my hind? What? That's like my sacred animal. And he's like, I oh, know, I just need to do it for a labor. I swear I'm not going to like, obviously I'm not going to kill it or anything. And so she gives him permission to go back to Eurytheus. And so he goes back to Eurytheus, shows him the hind. And then he immediately lets it go, so nothing bad happens. So that was, like, a pretty easy trial. Like, nothing, nothing really that important. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, capture the wild boar of Mount Arimanthus. So this one, it was just a big boar. Hercules, like, does some tricks with the snow, I think. And it's, like, lays a trap for the boar. I'm not entirely sure. I really don't really like this. 
that much. But he <laughs> captures the boar and he brings it back to the palace. Yay, whoop de doo, that's another trial. Yay. Then the fifth one, clean the disgusting cattle stables of King Aegis. Aegis. Aegis, thank you. <laughs> and so this pretty much was a poop stable. Like, this was, imagine, like, cleaning, cleaning like, a trash can or, I don't know, like, picking up after your dog. But imagine just piles of cattle, just cattle poop, just up to, like, your neck, maybe. It's disgusting. Okay. And he has to clean all that by himself. So he gets assistance from a naiad, which is like a spirit of the sea. Mm. Um, so she gives him like seashells, which he throws into the sable, and it like has the power of the ocean inside of it. So it like makes a bunch of water, and it cleans all the sables out, and it runs into the river. The thing was, it ran into the river, and it like poisoned the naiads. So like, she helps him, but he poisons the like river that she was living in. So it's kind of messed up. And then also, he goes back, and for some reason, he tells King Eurytheus that he had help. I would not have done I would have just lied. But he <laughs> tells him he had help, and he's like, oh, well, that one doesn't count. Here's another one. Okay, but could he have lied? Like, would he be able I mean, to like, lie? Who? Mm. I mean, there he probably another, didn't. There is another version of that myth in which, rather than the Naiads, he digs two trenches either side, and that and then the water flows into the stable straight away rather than the other way around. And because of that, Augeus pays him. And then um, Eurystheus is in- informed by Augeus that Heracles was paid for the labor, which is why it, he goes on to say what he says. Oh. Another version. That's really, really messed up. <laughs> How mad would you be? Like, even though he got like help or he got payment, like that's he had to clean like, like he was in that like that. Sh- I really hate this guy much. Like I really hate this guy. Like I would be so pissed off. Um, number six, kill all the monstrous birds of Stemphalian of the Stemphalian marshes. So these birds had the like they had very like imagine steel feathers that can get shot at you. Mm-hmm. That's what those birds had. And so they, they killed anybody that went towards them. It was disgusting. It was carcasses everywhere. So Hercules comes up with an idea from, I believe, the assistance of Athena um, to make noise to, like, get these birds to fly away so that he can, like, shoot down some of them and then the rest of them will leave and they won't come back. So that's how he gets rid of all the birds. This one wasn't really that eventful, but, you know, whatever. Um, number seven, capture the mad bull of, that terrorized the island of Crete. He captures the bull. And, uh, and no, Tristan, this is not the bull that um, the wife messed with to make the Minotaur. Actually, I don't think it is. I could I be dependent on the myth. What? It does depend on the myth. So in one myth, it is that bull. No. And because of how much it's because of how much sort of chaos it's caused throughout the city of Crete, King Minos basically just says, please just take it and don't bring it back. The bull? And that is, yeah, the bull. Oh god, that bull is oh my god! The, the one bull caused too much trouble. <laughs> well, it was imbued with the anger of Poseidon, like so. That was what the bull was. It was a oh, physical oh. manifestation of Poseidon's anger towards oh the people of Cree and towards Minos himself. Oh my god! So he just—I'm surprised he didn't like slaughter it, knowing them. Sacred to Poseidon. I mean, 
I mean, yeah, honestly, if they'd have done that, he would have like flooded them. Oh, if they yeah. oh, if they did do that, oh, okay. Huh? So yeah, so Hercules captures him and brings it back to King Eurythius. Another child done, no assistance. Um, number eight, capture the man-eating mares of King Diomedes. Di- Diomedes, maybe. Um, yeah, so these are man-eating he- horses. I cannot think of anything what? more terrifying than that. Yeah. Uh, man-eating horses? Yes. They did once belong to like Helios, the Titan of the Sun, who is very well known for having a lot of animals that were man-eating. So we had like man-eating bulls, um, <laughs> cows, sheep, I believe, and also his horses. Bro, he's looking at the horses and all the herbivores like... What is the sun he's, god? He's checking their stats and he's all herbivore. No. Yep. <laughs> sorry, this seems like something Ares would have and not like... That just... I don't know. Helios is actually a very, very angry deity. Like, in so many myths, he just causes so much unnecessary, like, issues with his man-eating animals. It's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Apollo was the upgrade. I I see that now. That's very true. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine. Take the girdle, a girdle is a belt, of Hippolyta, queen (laughs) of the Amazons. So, this belt was a gift from Ares, I believe. Um, If you guys don't know what the Amazons are, Amazons are pretty much, like, they're pretty much, like, an all-women tribe of warriors. Um, Their main two, like, the main two gods that they serve are Ares and Artemis, which is, like, a really weird combination to me, because Ares is, like, Ares and Artemis is, like, you know, really cool and stuff. But, you know, it's a weird combination. I do want to know about like the amazons i, I want to know like little things about it because all i know about like that the amazons right i think that's do you want to do like a episode on the amazons yeah. versus the hunters of artemis i would like I to would... i, I kind of want to do an episode on the amazons because all i know is that they're all women and also wonder woman like that's all i know about them. there are many many like great warriors that come from the amazons like especially one of them called penthesilea who's my favorite um who does feature in the trojan war but i'm assuming you're gonna cover that another time yeah Yeah. wait isn't that the one that um i want to say achilles didn't like somebody didn't somebody kill her and then achilles got like super pissed off um basically even though they were completely on opposite sides because of how powerful and how strong she was within battle, Achilles really respected her, and she was like killed in a very unfair way, really, um, oh. because like she was, it was just very unfair the way she died because she was so powerful, but everybody just sort of went for her, and because of that, Achilles got very, very angry. Hmm. That is. Oh yeah, we 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 have to talk about that, Tristan. Yeah, that'd be really. Ooh, the Trojan cool. War is going to be a big one. Oh my god, <laughs> that's going to be fun. Um, so yeah, he at, he goes to the Amazons and he asks, "Oh, can I just bo- borrow the belt, please?" And so, in some like myths, they say like um, Hercules and Hippolyta like respected their strength so much that they got together. Um, and I believe in the myth that like um, somebody like went into their like toyed with their minds like the other amazons and like till they got the idea that oh hercules is trying to kill the queen or something like that and didn't they attack hercules yeah it was hera hera got into their minds and basically it wasn't so much got into their minds but she came down as such and said i hate him 
don't give him what he wants, kill him, uh, because he was too close to completing these labours that she just wanted him in eternal service or dead. And because she's the queen of the gods, the Amazons couldn't say no to her, so they had to do what she said. Mm. Like she was, she's just everywhere. Like, okay, I'll be honest. (laughs) Hera's anger is justified. It's just the way that she projects her anger onto like the children. Obviously, she can't really do it. Yeah, like, okay, could she? All right, so, but like, she wasn't. She's not able to do that though, because he's a god, right? I mean, she's a goddess, but like. If she takes out her, like... They did try that once. They did? In one of yeah. the myths. They, they attempt to, and basically, um, Athena has, I think it's Morpheus, put Zeus to sleep and tries to, like, raise a rebellion and Poseidon joins and all of the other gods join. Oh, and at the end, Zeus wakes up and he's really angry and he goes mental and he, do- he basically punishes them all individually. Um, oh my god and until they swear allegiance to him and swear that they would never try to usurp him or go against him again and Hera was the last person to agree and to get her to agree he strung her up by her ankles above chaos and basically said you're gonna hang here and look so if a god was to look into chaos it was like messing with their mind because it was something unfathomable to anybody so she was hung up above there for days looking down and eventually she gave in because of how bad it was to be staring into an eternal pit of chaos Jeez. I, I don't uh the person jackson series makes me like not like hera so i have to remember to separate that but like oh no i'm the same yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> like i don't I feel so bad. Like this is I really we we hate Zeus on this podcast. So everybody. Oh should. my god! Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, I could. We do not like him. Um, and honestly, I feel like Zeus, like with what Connor knows about him, he's probably even worse. He's, there are, uh, I believe, a hundred and ten accounts that we still that we have. There will be more out there that we haven't been able to recover. But from what I read, there are a hundred and ten myths. In which Zeus cheats on his wife. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's so like 110 versions of him cheating? 110 individual myths which explain him cheating on his wife and all the different ways in which he did it. Jesus Christ. Told you everything involves an animal. Like almost everything involves an animal. It's so weird. It's awful. It's awful. <laughs> he cornered somebody as an ant. What? How? <laughs> I feel the golden glitter one is probably the most questionable. Like, not as in like most questionable in terms of how would he like why has he done that? In terms of how did this actually work? A golden shower just from the sky. I'm not sure how he managed that with Danai, but Oh my god. That was the Perseus one. Oh my god. Yeah. And she was like locked in a gr- like she was locked in a um bronze tower. And somehow he, with no light, and somehow he still managed to turn himself into a golden, glittery like rain, and then she was pregnant. So the biology of of gods are so weird. We don't <laughs> yeah. know. Jesus. <laughs> um, okay, number number nine. Yeah. So he does get the girdle. Um, I believe Hippolyt doesn't. I don't want to say Hippolyta dies. I don't think. Um, no, not from what I remember. I know that they do have a son together, I believe, but 
I don't remember her dying in the myth. Yeah. Um, number 10. Seize the cattle of the three-headed rancher, King Garion. So, I believe Garion had red cattle of Apollo, I believe? Yes? Yeah. Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. so Garion had the cattle of Apollo, and Eurytheus just wanted it. Honestly, most of the stuff that Eurytheus sent um, Hercules on was just, like, he wanted, he wanted Hercules to fail. He was intentionally sending Hercules on things, on, like, trips and labors that would get anybody else killed but obviously also, Hercules is... I have a question yeah hmm. so he did something bad he has to pay for his dues how long does this take how long does it usually take until he's he's like done is it until they're content this or... 10 years and oh this takes place over 10 years the because uh, it was meant to be 10 labors but um basically he does all 12 within 10 years oh okay wow huh okay continue I didn't know that so he gets the cattle from Garion, and he brings them back to Eurytheus. Uh, and again, Eurytheus didn't need, like he didn't need the cattle. Like he just did it. He he was hoping that either Hercules dies to Garion, or Apollo gets pissed and like just like oh give me back my cattle and stuff like that. It didn't happen. Hercules like when you think of, Hercules is a pretty charming guy. Like, you don't really, you always get, like, the angry version, but he was charming. Like, the way he gets out of situations, or, like, he was also really smart. Like, he wasn't just strong, he was a smart guy. I just, I just yeah. really want to say that. He on to get the cattle. Again, like, his anger was shown in that one, because he had to, like, did he have three bodies or three heads? Uh, I think it was, I think it was three bodies, because I believe he has three hearts. Yeah, because he had to shoot the arrow, didn't he? Like, three arrows all at once. In yeah. order to kill him, mm. it's like a really cool. It's like, like that would be really cool. Like, see that on the big screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see Marvel doing that. Yeah. Uh, number eleven, bring back the golden apples of the Hesper of Hesperides. Um, fun fact about these apples: these apples were grown on a tree of our favorite goddess Hera. So you know that's fun. How did he survive that one? So, the Hesperides were daughters of Atlas. Um, he was a Titan general, and he was very prominent in the, in the Great Titan War. So, his punishment, which was given from Zeus, he was forced to carry, like, I guess, there was a middle ground where the sky met the Earth, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, Atlas was forced to stand there and hold the entire weight of the sky. If he let it go, the what? whole sky is falling down. How does that and even... I they just say it's like the middle point. So he's holding he's holding the sky from touching the earth because obviously if that happens, just imagine the sky just falling. I guess. I, I don't understand, but uh. it works. So Atlas is like, okay, well I can get the apples for you from the garden because you can't do it because there's a dragon and you know yeah. So and those are my daughters, so they'll be happy to give me the apples. So he's like, all you have to do is just hold this the my burden for a little bit and hercules is like okay but you better come back promise that you'll come back and so he's like yeah 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 yeah, i'll come back hercules didn't make him swear on the river sticks but you know that that was his fault <laughs> the river um, sticks the river sticks is pretty much what anybody most people make oats on back in greece and that was like pretty much a binding like promise oh wow he you was can't a very you, vengeful goddess yeah if oh. you broke your promise uh Connor, you've read the Trials of Apollo, so obviously you know. Yeah. Um, when like in that book, they kind of show like the repercussions of breaking a promise like that. People can die. 
um, you're not. It, it, it would just be bad for business. Like you don't do that. So okay. Alice goes down. Like, what are you saying? Oh no! Usually, like the goddess would rise from the river and would just sort of terrorize you for the rest of your life. Or if it was oh a big God. promise, she would just drag you to the underworld herself and drown you in her river. Oh, jeez. Wow. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, so no. don't break your promises. No. That's the lesson. Don't break promises. Keep your word. Um, so Atlas didn't do that. He says, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be right back. Don't worry. I'm coming back. Keyword, he's coming back. So he goes down there. He's, he's socializing with his daughters for the first time in a long time because he he's been holding the sky the entire time. Then he comes back with the apples in his hand. And Hercules, Hercules is like, okay, get, uh, here, uh, take your burden back and give me the apples. And he's like, well, the thing is, I said I would come back. I never said I would take like the burden back. I just said I would, I would come back. And Hercules is like, okay, you, you suck. And I don't re really remember how he tricked him into getting the sky back. Or something like that. But he pretty much Atlas, he's like, okay, we'll hold this real quick just for like a second. And so Atlas holds it back and then Hercules just pretty much runs. Like he leaves with the apples. <laughs> so like and Atlas is an idiot for that. He's an idiot for doing that. Like he's the definition of all brawn, no brains. Like like come on. Jesus. So yeah, so he gets the apples, brings them back to um to Eurethius. Eurethius was hoping that since these apples were like sacred to Hera that she would kill him, but she doesn't. And I'm like, okay, oh. so maybe she's like easing up on him. Okay. Hmm. And the final trial, number 12, fetch the three-headed dog of the underworld, Cerberus. And so Hercules goes down to the underworld and he goes to Persephone and Hades. Persephone is a daughter of Zeus, so she has like a soft spot for Hercules. And so she's like, she like convinces spot. Hades. A soft spot, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. the son of Zeus. Yeah, Persephone's I mean, the son of Zeus. I guess. I mean, percent daughter of Zeus. Sorry. Yeah, I can see why now. Yeah, not all the gods and goddesses are like douchebags. Some of them are really good, like Hermes, obviously biased, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. So she convinces Hades to take the to let Hercules borrow the dog. Hercules was like, "I'll give it right back. Don't worry." And, Her and Hades is like, "Okay, you better whatever." Plus, he doesn't like hair. I don't think Hercules likes. I mean, Hades doesn't like hair that much. So like he doesn't care. And so, he so Hercules gets the dog and he brings it to Eurythius. And Eurythius is like, okay, okay, take it away, take it away, take it away. You're done. You're done. You're done. Eurythius was really scared that Hercules was gonna like take his revenge now that like he was free. But Hercules is like, I don't want your. I don't want to be king. Like like you're you're pitiful. I don't want this. Just let me be free. So Hercules is like, okay, he's free now. He's a free guy. Finally, 10 years of of service, and he's finally free to do whatever he wants. Mm. And so what does he do? He goes to fight a river gods for the hand of, for the hand of somebody in Mary. That's fun. There is something before that that he there's quite like he has to go into service again with another woman because mm. he kills someone else. Oh, my God. Oh, the kid off the tower. Yeah, so there's a woman, he meets a woman called Aeol, I think is how you pronounce her name, and his, Aeol's family says, you can marry her if you beat one of my sons in an archery contest, I believe, and he does oh, no. beat him, and then the family goes back on their word and says, you're not marrying her, so what oh, no. uh, Heracles then does is kills the entire family, flipping one of oh, them my... off the tower, Um abducts Iole 
But then, once again, because he's murdered so many people just out of pure rage, he has to go into servitude with another woman called um, Omphale, or Omphile, and she's the Queen of Lydia, and he be he's basically her slave for three years. Uh, but then, after that, uh, after those three years, they fall in love, and they marry, and then they have a son, and then he leaves her, and then he goes on a load of other sort of um, adventures, including like the sack going to the Troy for the Trojan War, um, creating a colony in Sardinia, rescuing Prometheus, and uh, he's also an Argonaut, and he also kills like hundreds of men just during these tales, including a load of giants, which he helps the gods win a war against. Hmm. It gives me a debating question after we're done with this story. Um. <laughs> Yeah, thank you again, Connor. I forgot about <laughs> the, him throwing people. I always forget about, like, the kid and throwing the guy off the roof. I always forget about that. So thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Hercules kills a bunch of men, and he has uh, other adventures. Um, <clears throat> so Hercules sees, meets a woman named Deianeria, and he, he, he falls in love with her, but... Sadly, she already has been, like, promised to the river god Achilles, pretty much to, like, so he's happy and he won't, like, flood the um, kingdom. Mm -hmm. So Hercules is like, okay, I'm gonna go fight him for, the hand, for her hand in marriage. And he does. And he, somehow, he beats a river god in his own river. Like, that is so disrespectful. Wow. And so, during the fight, he breaks off one of Achilles' horn, because he has two horns, he's like a bull. It, like mm. a bull god kind of he breaks off one of the horns and and some say like it became the first cornucopia so you know like the mm. cornucopia for thanksgiving jason yeah. yeah yeah so that's what like it became so oh. he beats Achilles, and but Achilles, like right before he like retreats he's like this marriage is going to end in like misery and but hercules isn't thinking about that he's like okay yeah i won so he's traveling with his new wife deanaria and as they're traveling they a centaur named nessus tries to, he's like oh yeah i can uh take her across the river so you don't have to um so she doesn't have to get like her clothes wet or something like that and Hercules is like okay like he's kind of suspicious but he's like okay whatever so he so right when he places her on the back of the centaur uh mm. nessus uh tries to assault her and like he's trying to run away but oh. remember those poison arrows that he has that were dipped in hydro poison yeah Her hercules takes it out and shoots him and and nessus is slowly dying from the poison but Hercules is he's like trying to get over there to like get um Daenerya. But like right as Nessus is dying, he tells Daenerya, he's like, if ever like Hercules ever falls out of love, take my blood and rub it on his um garments, and he'll instantly fall in love with you again. Oh. And so years later, Hercules um ends up falling in love with that same princess that Connor was talking about, the one that like he was promised to like marry. Mm. And so so Darinaria realizes, oh, like he's he's gonna like leave me for her, and so she's like, oh wait, I have the blood of like Nessus, and he said it's a love potion, so she puts it on Hercules' shirt, thinking it will make him fall in love with her again. But oh. that was a lie. Um, centaur blood is not was not um a love potion. It was in fact a deadly poison, and oh, it burned no. the flesh and it grafted the shirt to Hercules' skin. So as he's dying, he's placed on a pyre on Mount Oeta, where he dies. But Hercules doesn't, he doesn't necessarily truly die. His mortal spirit dies, but his divine spirit ascends to Mount Olympus. And the gods had been following Hercules for so long, seeing all the pain and like just misery he had gone through in life, but he still like prevailed. 
and like seeing that like this was like such a horrible way for somebody of his caliber to go they decide to make him the god of strength and heroes which makes perfect sense because he is the greatest hero to one of the greatest heroes to ever live in greek mythology and so Hera even she's like okay i like i've i know i put you through so much but you've you you deserve this obviously so they make up in air quotes like obviously she's still not a fan but she does make up with him Mm. uh so yeah he becomes the god of strength he marries hebe uh the goddess of youth and so that kind of brings our tale to an end hercules death was tragic but in the end he ended up right where he belonged among the gods as one of the greatest heroes to ever live and yeah that is the end of that hercules origin and now we will get into the debate question okay so my first debate question well actually i don't know i wanted to start I wanted to ask Connor something first for that. So is there anything within that whole story? Because let's see, we're at 45 minutes right now. Um, is there any little thing that James missed throughout that? Um, no, I wouldn't say missed anything. It's just like, um, just sort of as he's dying, he kills multiple people again, <laughs> trying to find the person oh who has, oh my God. <laughs> who has like given him this poison. So he like <laughs> he, he doesn't kill his wife, I don't think, but he kills his best friend. He kills multiple people like within this town that he's in, and it's just a constant. No matter where he goes, he ends up just killing people. Um, and finally, in this one, he has no comeuppance for the murders because he himself dies. Um, but his body, I believe, does get made into a constellation as well. Jesus, my God, Heracles, dude, just like goes out with like a bang. Oh my! Yeah, I guess Why? the gods were like, "Damn!" I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I would have done the same. <laughs> 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 that's that's crazy. Okay, but everything he was saying was on on it. Oh yeah, that's... completely. Nice, James. You you you're past. You passed. <laughs> But uh, let's see. Okay, debate questions. I'll start off. What do we think? Do we think Heracles is good or do we think he's bad? Uh, like all heroes, pretty much in mythology, he's incredibly flawed. But again, like all heroes, I'm not a fan and I do think that he's not a good guy. Just because you do heroic things does mm-hmm. not make you a hero. Mm. Mm-hmm. Indeed, that's, that's true. That's very true. I would have to agree as well. I don't think, like, they, as much as, like, they try to redeem Hercules, he always ends up, like, messing up. And, like, some of that blame could be put on Hera. Like, yeah, he did, like, get driven slightly insane. But he was already kind of not all the way there. I think, I don't think Hercules should be qualified as a hero. I don't, he's not a villain. He's just, like, he's, like, an anti-hero, like, I guess you'd say. He's very incredibly flawed, like Connor said. And I don't think... Yeah, he I guess he's, like, I guess you could consider him an anti-hero because you know, but he—I'll be honest—I feel like he's done more bad. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, um, James, do you have any? Do you have a question? Debate. Um. Uh, I don't really. Not really. No, like. Yeah, no, I don't really have one. I feel like. Mm-hmm. There's not much like you can really say on Hercules. Like everything's been asked. Mm-hmm. Um, Connor, do you feel like Hercules's death was like? Do you think that's the death that like he deserved or should have been different or anything? Um, again, again, with a lot of heroes, the way they die is very, very fitting as to their actions within life. So same with Jason. 
who I really don't like. Um, and so with him constantly murdering people and then having to sort of prove something and then still making the same mistake again, I think it's quite apt that his sort of arrogance in a way is what kills him because he goes through, I think, four or five women in this tale. Oh, wow. And it's finally, like, one that he feels that he can just screw over the same as he was going to do to Hippolyta, the same as he was going to do to Unfail, like, the same is, And then, like, when he killed Megara, so I feel that now with Daenyra killing him in the end, it's a very fitting come up and It is, I'm not going to lie. It is pretty fitting. Especially with a lot of gods that should die that way. Mm-hmm. Zeus. But a lot of gods should <laughs> die the same way he did. Oh, with the hand of the person he was trying to screw over, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, I guess he did have a fitting death. But, again, as he was dying, I, I wish they would have killed him a little bit faster because he, I guess he brought down a few more people <laughs> before <laughs> before he passed. Uh, Connor, when you said you don't like Jason, are we talking about Jason Argonauts or are we talking about books? Uh, Percy oh, Jackson. Jason Argonauts. Oh, well, okay. both, to be fair. I'm not a fan of book Jason, but um, it's more I, Jason the Argonauts. I have very strong opinions on that entire myth and him as a character and all the things he does. <laughs> we will probably ask about that, maybe. I don't know who that is. Do, uh, <laughs> Wait, you don't know Jason? Oh, you're not a theater. No, I, I haven't. Well, I haven't read any Percy Jackson books in my life. No, not even. No, oh no, not Jason Grace. Jason Grace sucks. But like, also, yeah, the Argonaut. Dude, you have to watch Jason and the Argonaut. It's such a good. We also read the. It's a really long story, but it's really worth it. I have a question, and it's completely off of the Heracles topic. It was one of our debatable questions that we really didn't get an answer out of. And I think you could probably tell in the last, I think it was the last episode. Was it, was, Poseidon was the last episode, right? Uh, yeah. So, if you go to the very end, we started talking about um, who would be who. And um, I was going to ask you, Connor, who do you think would win in a battle? Um, Poseidon or Zeus? Zeus. Zeus? Purely because... Of what we said before, they if is this without the oath um, of loyalty that they ha- that Poseidon had had to swear? Um, yeah, yeah, it's. Okay, I, I think so, so right, without, James? Without that, Just... I would still say Zeus, purely because his lightning bolt, his thunderbolt, is the most powerful weapon within mythology. Like, although it was made mm. by the Cyclops, the same as Poseidon's trident was. Zeus's power and his strength because of that is pretty much unchallengeable by most Olympians. Primordial deities, on the other hand, they would beat him easily. But Zeus and his brother, I would say Zeus would win, as much as I don't like him. Okay, what what do you think would be the, like, killing punch? Well, I don't, I mean, they can't die, right? So, what do you think would be the the ending of that battle like what like for instance he throws his thunderbolt poseidon can't really do anything to counter it right no not really also the fact that i feel poseidon wouldn't want to leave his domain of the sea and mm-hmm. electricity and water don't go very That's well what together I said. 
So I feel that that would be a major electrocution. That's now. what I said, James. Yeah, it was funny. I don't know <laughs> if you listened to the end of that episode. Yeah. James was like, I think now, you know, I'm going to be very personal. Like, I love Poseidon and I think he's stronger than I. <laughs> and then as soon as I bring up the water and the electricity, he's all, I've been, I forgot about that. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> to win. It was funny. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. Yeah, sorry, James. I guess he is not going to win that. Okay. Well, after that di- very disappointing answer, um, <laughs> I believe we'll probably ask this question for many people, and we will get a tally eventually. Hopefully, Poseidon wins. Um, I really hate Sue so much. Um, so yeah, Connor, thank you so much for coming on today's episode. Um, yes. Oh my goodness. Me on. No Please problem. check out uh, Mythology Manifest TikTok, um, Twitter, mm-hmm. and YouTube as well. Great YouTube videos. Yes. So much detail. Oh my god. Also, yeah, I want to thank you again, James. Thank you, but I haven't thanked you much. Um, I actually haven't talked to you since we, um, like, well, since I told you he was gonna add you on his Discord, but I haven't talked to you since we've, you know, gotten this whole. Uh, interview set up but i was gonna thank you because you did a major like it 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 was actually crazy seeing all these people coming and like our stuff well as soon as you shout us out i was like oh my goodness this is crazy i'll keep shouting out i'll put something on my tiktok at some point probably after this um more support you know oh my goodness yeah it was really great i loved having that having seeing all these new people and just the community you know i've never i'm new to this whole mythology stuff i don't talk that much about it but i'm learning i'm reading every single episode we talk about i'm learning more and more so the mythology sort of community within twitter is brilliant um everyone's incredibly supportive if you just just sort of work your way through with connections yeah that's what i did i just made a lot of sort of contacts and they support yeah i think this this whole interviewing idea which i was thinking james um creating a season of interviews and then even though we've already created this one in the middle of our greek season we could put this as the first episode i was thinking about making a season of interviews throughout the like like the mythology uh community just i feel like that would be really awesome oh i i I told you i'm getting an interview for the Oh, I said nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. nothing. Uh, okay, I'll, leave, I'll cover that. I'll yeah, cover yeah, that. Please, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll cover that. that. <laughs> I'll cover that. Yeah, but thank you again, Connor, so much. Thank you for everybody in the community. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm excited to see how how we do in this community, and I'm excited to be a part of it and learn all these different stories and horrible details <laughs> within the pantheons but uh i think that should be all for today's episode let's see don't how forget long it's to uh follow our twitter at d p a n t e t h e o n s oh my god uh debate the pantheons um our instagram and you can listen to this episode anywhere you find your podcast apple podcast spotify doesn't matter yeah just, and just listen to yeah it. yeah Justin, do your thing Okay, so uh, every time I end off the, the podcast, I usually say, if anyone who's been listening to this episode has sneezed, coughed at all, God bless you. And 
if you are have if it is night afternoon or morning have a good afternoon have a good morning and a good night and this has been debate the pantheons with james and tristan tristan and james and our special guest connor and goodbye <laughs>